You're listening to a DM podcast. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa. This is a podcast where we chat healthy habits and positive mindset to help you thrive. Before we get into today's episode, I'm so excited to welcome a fellow healthy hustler to share a healthy habit that is helping them thrive. If you have a healthy habit that you'd love to share on the podcast, you can do so by hitting me up on Instagram at Madeline Carafa. Hey, healthy hustlers. My name's Rachel. I live in Geelong, Victoria, and you can find me at Whole Body Co on Instagram. My healthy habit is waking up at 5am every weekday. I was never getting through my to-do list and rushing out the door with the kids, always late and stressed. Now that I get up early, I have time to move my body, meditate and prep for the morning, leaving the house much calmer and less stressed. It sets my day up for success. Thank you so much for sharing your wonderful healthy habit. I absolutely love that one. Now let's get into today's episode. This healthy and nourishing conversation is brought to you by my friends at Pure Harvest. It is no secret that I have been such a big fan of Pure Harvest for many, many years now. Their milks are free from preservatives, they have no added sugar, and they honestly only contain the best and cleanest ingredients, which is exactly why I choose to use them. And later in this episode, I'll be sharing one of my favorite recipes on how I use Pure Harvest milks. You can find Pure Harvest milks at your local supermarket today or head to pureharvest.com.au. Hello, beautiful Cass, and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. I'm so, so excited to be joined by you today. I feel like this one's been a long time coming. Yes, it has. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to finally be chatting with you. I know. It was so funny. I was looking back through our DMs and I'm like, oh, we've really been trying to do this for a while now. So I'm so glad the stars aligned. But how are you? How are you feeling today? I'm I'm well. I'm well. I hate to use the word busy because people use that all the time. But like, you know, I'm busy. I'm happy. I'm excited. There's... um, it's a lot. There's a lot, a lot of emotions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I saw your Instagram stories. Um, I think it was only a few days ago now. And you're saying there's obviously lots going on behind the scenes. And I love how, you know, just real and honest you are with your audience in that way. Like we do see the shiny stuff on Instagram, but there's obviously yeah. a lot of hard oh, work you. and dedication going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Thank you. I think, you know, obviously without diving into everything too fast, but you know, I am being being the start of a startup business and all that kind of thing, you know, and then being on social media, obviously people tend to show the highlight reel. I certainly don't want to do that. Like whilst I might not pull out my phone or whatnot, when I'm crying or really overwhelmed because I just don't think to do that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I just don't think to do it. But um, I certainly don't want anyone to think, you know, because I've had a really fun start and a strong start to 2024 that, that it is just all rainbows and sunshine because it's not always, as I'm sure you know. <laughs> yes, no, totally. No, I love that about you and I love you. Yeah, keep it real because it is easy to – I get guess from other people looking in, getting that comparison trap of like, oh, wow, you know, look how fast and well she started the year and stuff like that. So it's great that you do that for your audience. But I guess for anyone who is unfamiliar with you or maybe doesn't know a lot about you or your story, can you give us a little insight into Cass? Yeah, of course. So I am based, I live up here in Cairns. For anyone who doesn't know where that is, that is 
at the very northern part of Queensland on the east coast of Australia. It's very hot and humid up here. <laughs> um, I <laughs> I am married to my husband, Jake. We've been married, it'll be 10 years this year, actually, which oh, is wow. insane. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. And we have two beautiful kids. Charlotte, she is four, and Connor, he has just turned one. So um, a new little addition to our family. Uh, but I am a nutritionist. I did my Bachelor of Health Science Nutrition in Brisbane. I studied at QUT, so I lived in Brisbane for about four years. I am also a personal trainer, a strength and conditioning coach, weightlifting coach, pre-postnatal coach. So fitness is my thing. Um, I'm very lucky that I get to do my passion and my career in one. I have always grown up um, exercising, doing all the sports. I was a competitive runner. And now the fact that I get to do that as a career is pretty pretty cool. I own a um, gym with my husband. We have a group fitness facility called the Ground Australia. So we focus on like functional fitness and Olympic lifting. And then I've just uh, released in the last couple months, my own training app, Train With Cast. So that is, yeah, very exciting that I get to do, you know, as I said, my career and, you know, my passion all in one. But, um, you know, I love coffee. I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> I love the water. I love wake surfing. Um, that, yeah, that's a bit of who I am, what I do. I love that. And I love that you get to do your passion. So sport was always a thing for you. Like, did you always just kind of have that in mind, that that's the path you wanted to take? Not originally. I mean, I went out of school and studied nutrition because to be honest, and I don't think I've actually ever said this out loud before, but I guess back then it was, you know, personal training was the only really option in fitness as a career or maybe a sports teacher. And I didn't want to be a teacher Mm -hmm. and it was very much like, oh, personal trainers don't get paid very well. So I was like, oh, well, we're not going to do that then, you know, (laughs) kind of thing, you know. And it's funny, I went down the nutrition path and then I've still kind of come back to fitness because I think I'm so packed passionate about it. And of course, nutrition and fitness go hand in hand. So that's very, very lucky. But yeah, it's just interesting that that wasn't my immediate path out of um, Mm -hmm. school. But yeah, definitely was clearly burning in the background the whole time. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. And they do obviously go so hand in hand. And now look at you as a PT um, with your own app and yeah, gym, it's amazing. So, you know, you've obviously achieved so much and you're such an inspiration to so many women. You've got an incredible online community. I guess I would love to know, get a little scoop into your morning routine. And I know I'm, I'm sure it probably looks different most days with having young kids, but I always find this so fascinating when, you know, there is people that, you know, are successful, they're, you know, very inspiring. And so really getting an insight into what their their routines look like, I feel is something that my audience always love and I personally love as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Well, you're right. Yeah. My mornings don't all look the same. Uh, obviously, you know, having young children again, as you know, it just, that's just the way it is, you know, yeah. Mondays don't look like Tuesdays, Tuesdays look like Wednesdays. And I think first of all, it's kind of just acknowledging that that's okay too, because prior to having kids, I was very structured, very routine. Everything was time blocked. Everything, like, I thrived off of that. And then, you know, I've had to kind of change the game a little bit. So for me, I guess probably the one thing that is almost like a ritual or routine or something that I can at least put into my mornings because they all don't look the same is I try to find a moment that is just for me. And that typically looks different because sometimes it is literally just a few deep breaths as I have my first sip of coffee for the morning and and that's it. That's what I get to do. Or it's a really uplifting pumping song in a car. And again, that's all I get to do. But other mornings, if I can beat my children to you know, waking up, they don't wake up before my five o'clock alarm. <laughs> you know, some mornings that does look like, you know, you know, um, meditation with visualization practices and journaling. And, you know, that moment to myself is quite a lot bigger. So, you know, it's accepting that not every morning is going to be perfect and I don't get to have 
have maybe that full moment every morning, but I get to have something every morning and making sure that amongst, you know, multitasking and trying to get everything sorted and, and ready for the day that I can at least just take a couple of seconds and kind of almost like just regulates me a little bit. It's like, okay, cool. Let's go. Let's get our day sorted. Let's get our day done. I really like that you say that every morning can be a little bit different because I feel like when you are wanting to set up a routine, you kind of want everything to be exactly the same and to happen at the same time. And it's, it's easy to kind of get caught in that frustration when it doesn't necessarily go to plan. How have you kind of personally dealt with those feelings? Like you, you obviously said you used to be quite routine driven and structured. I guess now having kids and having to surrender to the mornings a little bit more. How have you internally, I guess, dealt with that from more of a mindset perspective? Yeah, I guess it doesn't happen overnight. Like, you know, if the way of life is one way and now it, it's not and it's kind of just I've had to take that pressure off of myself mm. and be like, well, just because it's perfect or it's not a perfect scenario or, or things didn't work out perfectly for lack of a better word yeah. um, this morning or the way you thought they would doesn't mean you still can't get something done. Like something's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. So as I said, like a, just having a few deep breaths whilst you take that first sip of coffee, like if that's it, amazing. I love that. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, because it it's so easy to kind of let that I guess lack of control sometimes affect the rest of your day. Oh yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. But I guess many of us do probably know now that so much of a successful day is actually set up the night before and it's in your nighttime habits and your rituals. Do you have some nighttime non-negotiables that you really like to stick to to make sure you have a successful tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, on top of the basic, you know, organizing, making sure everyone's bags are packed, including my own like you know, laptop in my bag or outfits and clothes and everything is sorted for the next day. I think the biggest thing, and this works personally for me, is I like to plan out my to-do list for the next day. I like to do it the night before. So for me, it's like opening my calendar. What have I got scheduled? Are there appointments? Are there meetings? Things that like are already scheduled in the day that I cannot change. And then it's working out what is priority and, you know, putting those in between any of those already scheduled things, working out maybe if I have time to do anything else, that would be great. What are those things as well? Um, and that way, what it does is it kind of, I guess, quietens my mind for the night. So I can go to bed without being like, oh, did I forget something? Oh, I haven't done that. Hang on. When's that appointment? Is that tomorrow? Is that the next day? It just takes those you know, three and fours away. It minimizes or reduces that you know, chance of me lying awake. Like, oh my gosh, what's going on? What's happening? So yes. putting it on paper, knowing it's there, I'm organized, ready for the next day. I can hopefully just go to sleep and not worry about it till the next morning. Yeah, definitely. That is such a good one. I feel like that's something I really need to start implementing because I'm often waking up first thing in the morning going, oh my goodness, hang on, how many things do I need to remember? <laughs> Legit. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, putting it down on paper, it's like almost like losing that power in your mind in a way, isn't it? And like knowing that you've... Yeah almost yeah, semi-actioned it. The worry away almost. And definitely, yeah, for sure. I want to let you know one of my favorite easy hacks to get a nourishing breakfast, but also that morning coffee. And it is a go get a smoothie. This was literally my go-to when I was working in corporate. And I still love going back to it when I'm having a busy day, but need that caffeine fix. And it is a smoothie. It is so simple and easy to do. All you need is one banana, a tablespoon of chia seeds, 
two tablespoons of oats, one tablespoon of desiccated coconut. And then of course, you're going to need a shot or two of coffee, whatever is your morning pleasure. You can have fun with this and throw in any other goodies that you like, but then all you need to finish it off is some pure harvest unsweetened oat milk. And you can also add your favorite choc or vanilla protein if you like. But this smoothie is honestly so delicious. It gives you that beautiful caffeine fix and will help you be the ultimate hustler all day long while still nourishing your body. I personally stopped using ordinary milk many years ago and started using a delicious nut milk for all my coffees, smoothies and cooking. And since day one, I've chosen Pure Harvest for my non-dairy milks. It's because they're free of preservatives, they have no added sugar and they contain only the best, cleanest ingredients. For more healthy recipes and nourishing meal ideas just like this one, check out the show notes for more details or head to pureharvest.com.au. And has there been any other, you know, healthy habits with your nighttime that you've injected as you've got busier in terms of like from a business perspective and now having two young kids? I mean, with kids, definitely, because it's not just, you know, packing yourself up for the day. It's making sure they're all organized. So, yeah, I think it's just the basic organization things. If there's anything I can do the night before that I can take away from the morning, like it doesn't have to be done in the morning, I can do the night before, I will try and tackle all of those things just so that. You know, the way you start the day can sometimes set the tone for the day. So if we don't have to be rushed or stressed, anything I can do to minimize that, awesome. Yes, so true. I know I had one of those moments this morning where I had such a terrible night last night with the kids, but today's like our biggest day when I'm, you know, flying solo to get them both out of the house and ready and get to the studio and everyone on time. And I was just like thanking myself so much that I was organized last night because there was so many, I'm like, my brain would was absolutely not functioning at full capacity, not even close to full capacity this morning. And I was just thanking my last night self so much for actually being so organized and like taking that time. And I feel like that's, you know, that's taken time to get to that point where I am actually really diligent with that stuff. But it's like, when you do have though, wake up from those nights that have been really hard or you haven't got much sleep, it's like that friendly reminder of exactly why you do these things the night before. Absolutely. Uh, even if they're just like really simple little things, they, they all help. Cass, has there been any books or courses or I guess learnings that you've had over the journey that you feel have been, I guess, a really pivotal part of your journey or really helped shape where you are today with your philosophies around health and fitness? Yeah, I mean, it's there's probably two that come to mind. One is quite, I don't want to say basic, but it's just For me, I guess it was the introduction to say like manifestation, vibrations and energies. And that was You're a Badass by Jen Sincero. And I read this in about 2016, like it was a long time ago, but it was a game changer for me because it really opened my eyes into hang on, what is is this? What are are we talking about here? I had no clue. I'd heard of the secret, I'd read the secret and I was kind of like, oh, okay. I kind of heard the idea. But then for me, this was just a game changer Mm because I was like, hang on a second. How can I kind of, harness what's going on here and you know it really sparked something for me I was like okay I want to learn more I want to do more on this how can I really harness this and make the most out of it and get the most out of it all that kind of thing so you're a badass by Jensen Chiro that was just a game changer because it opened my eyes to a whole new world that I wasn't aware of um, you know, I've gone on to read more in-depth kind of things since then of course but I think just because it was such a game changer 
I say that one. Yeah. The other one would be Atomic Habits by James Clear. Have you read that one? Yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah. So I love that because it is such almost like a practical handbook as to how you can work things to your advantage in life. And it really leans into, you know, it's the one percenters, the small things become the big yeah. things, those things add up. So I highly recommend that one because it is so practical and it is really, you know, this is how if you do these things, it can really change your life, whatever your life looks like. Yeah, I think those two really spring to mind. Oh, I love that you recommended both of them. And the Atomic Habits, I feel like you just, you worded that so perfectly of it being a handbook because it's exactly what it is. It's like literally giving you the habits. And there's something in the book where he talks to um, when you leave a room, take something, you know, like if you're in a home with, especially with kids, but like when you're leaving a room, take something and put it back in its place where it's meant to be. Like that is such a simple habit. Like when I read it, I was like, that is so basic, but that is like actually life-changing. Like at the end of the day, when you've left your living room 15 times and you've taken something to the bedroom or the other rooms where it's meant to be, you actually get to four o'clock and your house is not a chaotic mess. It's actually like quite civilized. And I'm like, when I started to think like that and implement that, I was like, this is like literally life-changing. Like this is saved hours (laughs) of me at four o'clock running around like a madman trying to get the house like semi-reasonable before my husband gets home. It's very almost like logical and practical. So if you're someone like that, you're going to, you'll love that book. And I love that stuff. I love when it's like, easy to digest and then it's so simple to actually put into your own life because sometimes I guess you know doing the work or making change like actually making change is such a hard thing as a human to do and to like stick to that change so these are just like such small little habits and things that you can start doing that almost just build that confidence in yourself that you you know are capable of making positive change yeah I think those things snowball too then yes as well it's so true. They really do. And so from the, when you spoke about Jen's book, You Were a Badass, um, did you dive deeper into manifestation? And I guess that like spiritual, vibrational, energetic kind of world after that? Yeah, I did. Because it was the eye opener, um, you know, I started seeking out more books, more podcasts, all that kind of thing. And, you know, really trying to see like, as I said before, how can I you know, take advantage of this. Like it's there. Yeah. We're all working with it. It's just whether I could, you, know, you take advantage of it or not. So yeah, I, it was truly a game changer opening my eyes to it and then just being able to, I guess, grow and deep dive yeah. further into it and yeah, harness amazing. it. Do you have any rituals now that you use, I guess, to really protect your energy and ensure that you are kind of staying in a vibrational match towards the desires that you're wanting to call in? There's probably two. One's a new one. One's a one's a very unoriginal one. So that one would be I, my training, my exercise. Like I, I have to do that. It grounds me. It regulates me. It's like my one hour of the day where you know I don't have to worry about my business. I don't mm. have to worry about my family, my children, which sounds super selfish, but like I think that's why I find it protective and I find that it's just for me. You know, I can just train, focus on me, just do me. Everything else was on pause for a moment. My mind can just calm down. Everything's a little bit quiet. And it's like, okay, once that session's over, unpause, let's go again. So Mm. that's my very unoriginal (laughs) cliche ritual, but also non-negotiable. Yes. (laughs) And the other one, which I've just newly implemented because I have been feeling a little bit overwhelmed lately with just, you know, juggling a lot and wearing a lot of hats. And that is um, putting my phone on do not disturb it during the day. Um, if I'm just feeling at that point where I'm like, okay, one more input into my life right now and I will bubble over, 
I have obviously like my husband. <laughs> I have my husband because obviously you can put settings on there. It's like where where like certain people can still contact you if need be. Yes. So like my husband's one of those people, or like Charlotte's kindy. Her kindergarten can contact. Like obviously, I still need to be reachable responsible but if I'm like if one more yeah yeah right but I'm like if one more like input comes into me right now I'm gonna like bubble over and we're done for the day so putting my phone on do not disturb during the day and it's good because then things can be happening in the background but I'm not aware of them and Mm. it's like okay when I'm ready I've done two hours of solid work I feel a little lot less stressed or I'm under like I'm in control of the day I can un D and D it and it's like, okay, cool. Now I can tackle all of this. And then if need be put on do not disturb and, you know, go, go at it for another two hours kind of thing. Yes. Oh, I love that. It's so, do you know, and it's hard to do in the moment sometimes putting your phone on, do you know, like it's almost a bit of a scary thing of like, Oh, like hundred percent, you know, we're so <laughs> accustomed to have our phones with us 24 seven. So yeah. So I love you've been implementing that. That's awesome. Do you have any, I guess, really solid boundaries that you've, especially, you know, having kids, multiple businesses, you've got an online community that I'm sure are always, you know, interacting with you. How, what boundaries have you kind of set in place across the journey to really just, I guess, protect yourself and your, your mental well-being? Yeah, I think probably, and it's still a fairly new one. Um, and I've had to do it because it's almost like I've learned the lesson too many times and I'm like, come on, you need to do something here. And that is, I have to check my phone in the morning because, you know, I have businesses like the gym's open and running by 5 a.m. If anything's yeah. gone wrong, I need to be contactable in that sense. Um, but I don't check social media for about the first hour after I wake up. So although I'm, I have my phone, so I might use my camera, I might, you know, you just see that. But I don't check my emails. I don't check social media just because, you know, if you're just starting your day, you know, you've woken up hopefully fresh-ish. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, you know, if something, you know, maybe negative and not so positive is is coming your way and all of a sudden your day completely shifts from the moment you wake up. Like that's not so enjoyable. Mm. Whereas if you can have a moment of peace and quiet, you know, within your own head, at least, you know, as you're getting your day sorted and then when you're ready for it, cool, I can open my phone, open ourselves up to now all these different inputs, which, you know, before social media, we didn't have, we only Mm. had contact of, you know, maybe our family and our immediate, you know, our work colleagues or if we're at school, just those people. But now we have, you know, the ability to be contacted by you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of people if we need to. Having those inputs straight at you first thing in the morning, I just found not healthy. So mm. yeah, I can use my phone, but I don't open any social media platforms or anything like that. Yep. Or emails until at least like an hour after I've woken up. I fall back in the trap of getting on Instagram in the morning so easily. I have periods where I'm so strong with like it being a boundary and then other times where I'm just like, so weak with it and I'm like on there and then 10 minutes later I'm like oh my goodness like what am I doing I don't even know what I'm looking at and it doesn't like yes, it just spirals yes. your day in such a different way than it you know had to go so yeah I love that you're yes. awareness for that do you have it like blocked on your phone or anything or is it just like a literally self-control of not going on there self-control self-control but like I'm not That's perfect. Even like better. sometimes it happens but then yeah thank you thank you but yeah you know again it's kind of like you were all sometimes like I have it and I'm just open up like oh no 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 like again I don't want to learn this lesson again like I've done that before yes so yeah, I still remind myself of that kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah self control. Yes, easier yeah, said than definitely. done. <laughs> and do you do any forms of like meditation or those kind of more grounding practices outside of exercise that help you? Yeah, a little bit. I'd love to be more consistent with it. Like it happens a couple times weekly. I, I'd love to be able to do it every day uh, yeah. or find the time. And hopefully, you know, this year, as this year kind of progresses and things change and grow, that I can find the time to do that every day because yeah. it is so powerful. Because I and I find you know, my meditation is more of a visualization 
kind of thing. Like I really, I find I get a lot out of that. And awesome. when I do do it, it is so powerful and it can mm-hmm. completely change my day or my week or whatever's happening at the time. So yeah, not as often as I'd like, but if I could make that happen every day, I think that would just be, yeah, explosive. Yes. When our kids are at school, remember that conversation we had? <laughs> All that yes, free yes. time we're going to have? <laughs> yeah, <I'll wait> <laughs> Bring it on. Still a few years away, but you wait. Cass and I, <laughs> we'll we're, <laughs> seriously, we'll be unstoppable. Cass and I were chatting before we hit record about um, just, yeah, I guess, you know, being in the, the earliest stages of, of motherhood and, you know, how, I guess, much time you're going to have when the kids at school but I'm sure we'll feel it with other things that yeah time will still escape us <laughs> but at the moment I'm sure <laughs> when you've got all the balls in the air it feels like a yeah a small dream <laughs> so I know I mentioned earlier in the episode that you'd obviously shared on your stories that yeah there's a lot going behind the scenes at the moment you're starting a new business up when you are moving through those, I guess, more challenging or testing, overwhelming periods of time, do you have any kind of like beliefs that you lean on or like a moment of, I guess, a previous situation that you might reflect on to just, I guess, remind yourself to trust the process and that things will work out? Yeah, I, I mean, trusting the process, that that is really what it comes down to. Um, something I read recently, which really leans into trusting the process and really hit home for me was just because it's taking time doesn't mean it's not happening. Um, So I think that really explains what trusting the process is. It is like, you know, it's not happening right now, but it doesn't mean it's not happening. You know, you just have to stay disciplined or stay strong and just, you know, really lean into that and be confident that, you know, what's meant for you is coming for you kind of thing. Um, I mean, in terms of, you you mentioned like, juggling like juggling balls and all that kind of thing something that really opened my eyes I heard a concept a few years ago and it was when it comes to juggling balls not all balls are the same um you know there might be a million of them in the air and if you're focusing the million of them that are out there it, it can feel really overwhelming but some of them are made of glass and some of them are made of plastic and right now you need to focus on the ones that are glass so catch the glass balls let the plastic balls drop that's okay because they'll be okay you can throw them up in the air and have another chance at catching them another time and I think thinking about it that way, instead of focusing on all the things um, that are on your plate right now, all the balls that are up in the air, just focus on the ones that are priority. And I think that really helps to kind of, I guess, navigate through those periods of overwhelm. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really, yeah, I I try to remind myself that concept all the time. It's like, just focus on the glass balls. Don't worry Mm -hmm. about all the others. Um, and, And one that my husband reminds me of all the time is like, if I'm ever just stressed and kind of just like, you know, letting it all out on him being like this is a lot you know oh my gosh what have I done here he goes he's like Kaz if it was easy everyone would do it which is why not everyone is doing it and I'm like okay thank you needed that tough love oh my goodness my (laughs) husband actually says that to me all the time if it was easy Maddie everyone would do it (laughs) yeah and so when he said that I was like it's so true it is that it's a really nice tough reminder though isn't it but it's in those moments it does remind you I guess why you're doing what you're doing I like that you mentioned the word discipline though what does discipline look like for you like how do you really honor that in your life yeah I think this probably for me initiated in my training because I've really strengthened that discipline muscle in my training I find I can now apply it to my life in a lot of areas quite well and the way I kind of think about it is you know, it's like doing what's needed now 
for future reward. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even though we live in kind of a world now where it's like instant gratification and that kind of thing, you know, with discipline, usually you're doing something right now and you're not going to reap the benefits of it for a while, but it's knowing that those benefits or those rewards are coming or the results Mm -hmm. of whatever the hard work you're putting into is now. Um, It's just knowing that they're on their way and you're doing it for that reason. Yes. Oh, I love that. I feel like that's something I've really been trying to get better at this year is like actually yeah, being disciplined. I really feel like this is a big growth area for me to like actually become more disciplined on the things that I want, you know, and that are important to me. When it comes to yeah, your business, is that like, have you got strict boundaries around when you work and when you don't work? Or is your business almost like one of those glass or plastic balls where sometimes it's the most important and other times it can be dropped? Yeah, we're definitely the latter. Um, <laughs> I'd love to have, <laughs> I'd love to have stronger boundaries, restricted boundaries in that. And I think over time, as things, you know, progress and grow, I'll be able to implement those. But right now it just feels like you know, whenever I get a moment to tackle some emails, I will, or, you know, once the kids go down, yeah, not ideal, but I'm trying to, you know, do some work then yeah. um, kind of thing. And I think it's just the way it is. It's the season I'm in right now. And I yeah. keep trying to just remind myself of that. Like, it's not going to be like this forever. You know, mm. you've got another, not, I keep saying, go to say newborn, but he's no. not, he's one now, <laughs> but still it's like, he's young, um, you know, and a new business. So it's just the season I'm in where I'm trying to multitask a lot and it won't be like that forever. So mm. again, no, no boundaries. Um, yes. Or, no, like, I like or minimal, but yeah, we, we'll get there. Totally. No, I, li- I like, and I like that you said <laughs> that um, it's the season because it's so true. Like nothing is permanent mm. really, isn't it? And there'll be times where it'll flow easier or you'll have more time, you know, where you can spend on it during the day. So it is really honoring. I love looking at things as seasons, knowing that it's just, it's not a permanent kind of fixture at that point in what it is. Um, Cass, what would you say some of the best advice you've been given has been? Oh, um, I think it would be that um, you can do anything but not everything. And I think that leans into the, the idea that obviously, you know, you're so capable and anything you set your mind to, you know, you can achieve, but you can't do everything at once. And I think for a lot of us, and I think almost particularly as women, I'm not sure, but we tend to put that pressure on ourselves. Like I need to do it all. Or, mm-hmm. you know, even in a, a business owning um, setting, you know, you try to micromanage and all that kind of thing. And, you know, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. All these shoulds are in your life, but I think it's just reminding you that, yeah, you're absolutely capable of doing anything you put your mind to, but, you know, you can't do everything at once. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe reduce that pressure or, or lean into the support systems around you, whether that's, you know, personally, family, career, business, whatever it is, that sometimes we need to do that. So Yeah, I love that. And Cass, what's the future got in store? Is there anything you can share with us? What's ahead? Oh, um. I really feel like last year was kind of the year I built the rocket ship kind of <laughs> Ooh, <I like> thing. <laughs> and this year we're really taking off. Yeah. Yeah. It was a quiet, it felt like a quiet year last year in professionally and personally, but um, this year it's kind of just, we've hit the ground running and mm. which is so exciting, but um, professionally I've got a few really exciting events coming up um, externally and for train with Cass. And then personally, you know, we've booked two international holidays already for this year, which is, also insane and a lot Um, but I'm really excited personally to like you know make those memories with my family and and that kind of thing so 
Yeah, I think it's going to be a really exciting and full on year. Oh, well, I'm so excited to continue to watch your journey. And yeah, I love following you online. So thank you so much for your time today. I've absolutely loved chatting to you. Oh, thank you. I'm so grateful for you for having me. And now where can everyone find you? I'll obviously put all the links in the show notes, but for anyone that wants to continue following you or obviously train with you, where is the best place to find you? Yeah. So finding me on social media, on Instagram, I am Cass Olholm. So it's C-A-S-S-O-L-H-O-L-M, or you can jump on to www.trainwithcass.com. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time. I so appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Like always, I hope you loved this episode. If you did, please share it with a friend, a family member, someone that could use this at the moment. And if you would like to leave a review, it is always so greatly appreciated. I absolutely love reading your reviews. It is honestly one of my favorite things. And of course, if you would like to be featured as a healthy habit on the show, all you need to do is message me on at the Healthy Hustlers Instagram or at Madeline Carafa. And I would love to have you join me on the show. Thank you so much for joining me. Me.